Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? I want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today we have a great man coming on, my friend Alondis Havens. And not only is he a veteran, we want to make sure that he, you know, salute him because of all the work that he's done and, you know, how we think about veterans here. But we also want to talk about his Winner's Paradigm podcast, which is one of the two top 200 in Apple's list. And we just want to keep you know, celebrating all the great things it's done. So I want to talk a little bit about leadership and uh, family and everything like that. So how are you doing this morning, Alondis? I'm doing well, Dave. Thank you for having me on the show, brother. It's an honor to be able to be here and speak with you guys. Yeah, you, you know, it's incredible. I mean, we, we, we recorded an episode for your podcast earlier this week. And, uh, you know, just having that conversation uh, was something I personally needed. So I want to share, first say thank you for your service, but also thank you for your friendship, because this thank week you, uh, has been a little bit of a challenge for me, though, um, you know, connecting with people like you just have to lift you up. So what, what's something that, that, that lifts you up? I, I would say the same thing, brother, you know, having those conversations with people. Um, right now, where I'm at in my life is I'm trying to cut out all that negativity. Excuse me. I've cut out all the negativity. But it's that one point where you're like, hey, am I doing everything right? Am I being who I want to be? So you start looking down that whole line of lists, you know, and you start going into those relationships. And, and like we talked about on my show, you know, it's certain people you'll have that relationship where based on, you know, character prior events, um, it leads to one particular way, you know, with them and, and dealing with them. So for me, it's, you know, not to have any negativity not to have any hate in my heart, um, which, you know, growing up I did. So it was able to, you know, really reach into that. And after we had that conversation, it really just got me thinking, you know, and it was, hey, you know, let's come with a different approach from it. Um, I've also been, you know, in a little spiritual awakening, you could say, when I started learning how to be more spiritual before religion. Now it's slowly bringing me back there um, to where, you know, I started reading the Bible just because I started realizing, you know, a lot of historical events were in the Bible so that was how it got me back to it. But prior to that, it, it's just hard for me, you know, like like most people, when you tell them, you know, God loves you. Yeah, we understand that. But it's it's the way it's projected sometimes. And what we're going through, we don't understand that. You know, we're like, oh, they're just saying a cliche meaning. But in, in reality, you know, it's true, 100 percent. And I'm not saying that I'm saying, you know, it's when you're going through your stuff and you're trying to get through someone gives you this quote. You're like, what are you talking about? Give me a quote like that. But it's one of those things, you know, when later on, you're going to be able to see it from a different perspective and, and it really changes your opinion. So in my case, you know, thank you, brother. I needed that this week as well. Yeah, no, awesome. And it really is all about perspective because it's really easy to say, you know, God wants you, God loves you, and, and which is all true. The universe loves you. We have all these comments. And at the end of the day, you're like, all right, I don't feel it, man. I don't see it. We don't see the universe. We don't see the God figure, whatever that means to you. It you know, so you, you, we lose faith a little bit, and, and you know, faith is, 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 and that's just in ourselves also. So if you're not feeling it for yourself, you can't feel it from God. God, you know, and, and that's the trick with the universe. 
it really goes to that part of if you're not able to do it, if you don't feel it, that's the change. And that's where we sometimes people talk about toxic positivity is just, you know, believe, you know, fake it till you make it. Some of that is you have to believe, put faith in there. That doesn't mean that you have to feel good when you're feeling bad. Acknowledge it. I mean, I, 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 this week I, I launched also um, TikToks where, and one day you know, it's, it's, it's the bring a bat, right? We're bringing awesome thoughts. And I was like, I don't feel it there today. You go, brother. Yeah, but I don't feel it today. And that's what you need to do. So what do you do? when you're not feeling uh, as great as you know you could feel so what i would say and and it's kind of controversial we should say um cuz some people you know when when you're feeling that way they want to keep going mm-hmm. now my problem is i overload my book where it's like i want every single ounce of time that i can use because i know time is limited so I'm, you know, spending six hours with my daughter a day when I get off of work. It's, you know, hour here for the podcast, hour here for an interview. So it's like really looking at the time that when I hit that point, I'm like, you know what? I can honestly just put all these rest of these episodes and then we can just see from there, you know, and and it's one of those where it's like, do I really want to do this still? And and you're going to have those thoughts. It's natural. Um, but I like to just unplug from everything. And kind of that's where I need to go outside, you know, whatever it is. I need to go for a walk. I need to take in my environment around me, get that change of scenery. So I'm no longer, you know, in that headspace of where I'm currently at. Because if not, you know, I'll stay home and just keep pushing. But that's part of the problem, you know, is when we do feel that way, we don't recognize it. We say, all right, let's keep pushing. And then when you keep pushing, you never really handle that problem to where later down the road it may affect you. So in my case, all that stuff was happening to me continuously. Where you go outside and you just go for a walk or something, you know, and just really take in your environment. Yeah, that's that's huge because knowing yourself and that and that's one of that the biggest part of self care is actually really doing taking that self care that time to find that balance in life. You can't go a thousand miles an hour uh, the whole time. You know, you can at point. I mean, look, let's be really honest. I I, I want the audience to know how devoted. Uh, Alundis is into his practice. Uh, he lives in California. We're recording this on a Saturday morning at nine o'clock Eastern, but that means it's six a.m. Pacific. He just, you know, we were sharing beforehand. He was up all night with his daughter. Right, you can't control babies, and he's still here. He's up and running. So I just want to make sure that he knows that one was supporting him, but also that he knows how to balance his his life and what he needs to do. And that's the really important part of everything is knowing your boundaries. And I'm sure later, as he said, he wants to spend six hours with his daughter, which is awesome. Uh, you know, he, he, he gives all in when he's there at every moment he puts all in, including his self care. I, I love that Dave. And thank you. And, and with that, I'd say one more thing. Part of that as well. You got to know when to switch the hat. So you got to put the dad hat on, you got to put on the work hat and then you just got to stop. Cause it's part of that as well. You know, as we get so happy on what we're doing, that and I feed off energy. If I if I'm you know feeling great, I want my wife to know that I'm feeling great and be able to share that. Because if not, then I feel that energy is bottled up and it goes away. So that's where I'm like, hey, this is exactly it. But what I learned is sometimes I don't switch those hats in time to where you know I'm end up talking to my wife about the podcast and about business conversations, and she's listening. But I'm like, hey, you need to pull back. This isn't something we should do right now. Where we're talking about business. Let's talk about family or talk about doing something else. So it's, you know, 
like we said, having those good time management, committing to it, and then simply from there, just switching those hats. So you're fully, you know, giving your undivided attention, like you said, brother. That is awesome. Uh, you know, thinking about it as hats or, or anything, but also, you know, yeah, with your partner, with your wife, you could talk about business and the other parts of your life, but you have to always refocus on the the us piece because that that's where we get a lost. And I'll I'll be guilt, guilty as charged uh, for doing that. And you know, there's a lot of things that I'm guilty of in life, and those are among the things. You know, we sometimes get so dug in to our own life that's going on, our own perspective that we don't see others' perspectives. And, uh, you know, I've been guilty and uh, definitely pay the price for that. And Same so, here, brother. Yeah, you know, but it, but it's good to have that awareness. And, uh, you know, so what do you do to make sure that you keep that focus or that self-care? What, what are some things that you do? Um, good question. So for me, and it's different for everybody, you know, so you got to sure. find what's going to get you to where you want to be, but mentally be able to clear that um, site, you know, construction area that's going on. You got to be able to clear it, you know? So for me, you know, I love going to the gym. I love lifting weights. Um, and, and for me, that's just my one time where it's pain in there lifting. Um, Cause I, I deal with a lot of problems with my joints, elbows, knees, hips. So um, shoulders. So I feel like trash every single morning waking up. I don't want to get out of bed. Best thing my wife bought me. Um, is I have like a 110 degree heated blanket. So I wear that to save me. And then I have a, I have a, a weighted blanket on top of it. So I'm like doubling down on the mental health, you know, trying to work on it. So I don't get anxiety attacks or anything like that, um, which has totally slowed down now with actually, you know, more self-care, taking care of myself. Um, but it, I'm saying all those things because those are steps I need to do in order to accomplish what I actually need to do. Um, so it's funny is, that's my one time where I just go in there and block everything out, you know, or if not, I'm really big into music. So I just put on headphones, you know, and just listen to music, which is a little more difficult now. Um, so I got to wait till the baby's asleep, but really just take that time for you, you know, and just do whatever you need to do. So like I said, if it's either going to the gym for me or it's um, listening to whatever music, I go large ranges. It's just where I'm able to just think, you know, and I'm like, you know what, thinking about a song. And I'm like, you know what, at their point in time when this was made, life was completely different than where we're at. You know, show a little bit of gratitude and start shifting a little bit. Or I'm thinking about something and I'm like, I don't understand why somebody said this negatively and said it wasn't like this back then, but this person was back there and they were doing this. And I'm like, so what are we really talking about? No one knows it's hearsay. You know, we're just going on about it. And then internally, once we have that fear, we have that negative thought, if we don't kill it, it's going to kill us, you know, and it's going to keep going at us. So it's for me to really just calm down, look at myself and say, Hey, you know, you're going to be okay. You need to take a couple deep breaths, but let's just relax so we can be able to refocus and get back to that mission. Yeah. I love all the R's, uh, but, uh, and that's part of what, what you do. So uh, you, know, you, you do that also. I mean, and you're a leader. Let's, let's be really honest. So all the pain that you just said, the, the physical pain that you'd gone through is, is mainly from the service that you, you would, done as a marine uh and you know, yes, again i just want to say thank you again uh you know I, i've never served thank but you, uh, my, 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 my dad my dad served and both grandfathers served and uh you know you write that blank check i mean thank and i and i thank god that the blank check was not cashed on, on your behalf and that you're here to kind of give out that message and part of that message is about leadership and how you take care of those around you you've been telling us about your 
your, your family and everything like that. But you also have a, an amazing podcast, The Winner's Paradigm. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, so The Winner's Paradigm in a nutshell, it's all about recalibrating your mindset to achieve what you're looking to ch- achieve in life. So in this case, um, for me, I was just at a point in my life where it was actually a week before my daughter was born. Um, but I told myself, I'm going to make sure I drop this podcast because I want to at least do something for a difference that I'm not doing. And I want to be able to see where it takes me, whether it's getting in the room with those people who've been there, done that, maybe talking about mindset changes to where um, internally, the way we process things over the years is just hustling, 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 like we were talking about earlier. Sometimes we work, work, work. We don't really know what's going on. Um, I know for, for a fact I do that, that I don't really care what other people are doing sometimes, because if we're not linking up morally, if they're, they're not agreeing with what I'm doing, I just don't want to hear them, you know? So I just keep going, going, going where I never really have that self-recognition, you know, awareness of other people. Um, so the winner's paradigm podcast, you know, was really tailoring that down and then just looking in yourself and saying, Hey, you know, all right, well, if, if I want to be a millionaire, what are the millionaires doing differently than me? Well, they're doing this, you know, they wake up every morning, they have a routine, they're into self-care, you know, and it's all those things that you're able to say. And I say it a little extreme because you got to set those higher goals so you can keep achieving for them. Um, But for me, you know, the winner's paradigm is really just figuring out, you know, who you want to be and then executing it, you know, And, and if you look at history, you look at winning, one thing winners do is they always overcome. They always figure something out, whether whatever the narrative was originally, they find that way something ticks. So that's us, you know, we're finding that way. Something's ticking us. You wouldn't be in self-help trying to get helped if you weren't interested. So now it's time to take that initiative. And one of those ways we do that is by learning, hey, how do other people win? And from there that allows us to win. That's awesome. Uh, so my, my two questions, and we'll, we'll ask one at a time, is, okay, so how do you win? Uh, how are you winning right now? Good question. So it's all about how you define winning. You know, it could be you making six figures if that's what you're really into. Like, don't get me wrong. That's my goal. And I'm going to do that. I'm manifesting that. I'm working every single day to be able to make that happen. As of right now, no. So I'm going to redefine winning to what my current scenario is. You know, winning is having that great relationship with my wife, my daughter, to where me and my wife aren't fighting anymore, you know, and about to get a divorce again. So it's, you know, being out of there. It's eliminating those negative people for me because, again, I'm an energy guy. Um, I really need the energy around the people around me. I want you to support me. Uh, I'll do anything for you. So I want that replicated. And and that's where, you know, false expectations happen. But for me, I'm energy. And it's, you know, if you're in my inner circle, if you're into those people we talk to, kind of like me and you, Dave, we pour everything into each other. So it's easy to be able to build that relationship, to love that person because you're doing it genuinely, you're not forcing it. So when I take that time, you know, that's what I really do, you know, as I, I pour it into people. So one of the things I used to realize is like, why am I getting so upset? Why am I getting hurt with this person? It's because I feed into that relationship. I feed into their energy. So I'm like, oh, you want to disrespect me? Like, do you know what happened? And it's going back to that old mindset. So it's really taking down those beliefs, taking down that mindset and saying, hey, this is what it's currently at. You know, in our case, winning could be something simple. Winning could be just waking up and you're like, I'm living in a house. I never lived in a house before. So in my case, we bought our home and it was, I knew we would eventually buy a house, but I didn't think, you know, we actually would. And then when you start seeing those expenses accumulate, 
yeah, then you're like, okay, well, really, dude, we want to do this. And it was being grateful and saying, hey, you know, at, at points in time, I didn't have food in the house um, and I had to make that happen at a young age. And now we're here. You know, now I have a wife and a daughter. We have a, a great life together. And it's um, amazing to be able to say that versus where I came from, where I was, I was in fear of being a dad because in, in my case, I was fear of having a son. Um, and it was because I didn't want to be too tough with them. You know, I was, I was taught to be that macho one, be the tough guy, push your feelings aside. And it was like, naturally, that's the way I gravitate. Like no one cares, but it's like, you can't do that with your kids. So it was really, you know, having the daughter. Um, I've always wanted a daughter. That's what I wanted over a boy. Um, but it really allowed me to see that as like, all those fears you're having aren't there. It's really not real. You're making these own false expectations in your head of what's going to be because you're so scared of what it could be that you don't know. All I know is, is, you know, I grabbed that little girl, all those fears, everything's out of mind. Um, I know at this point in time where I'm going in my life, you know, I like to say that it's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be where I'm at. I'm happy to be where I'm at because I'm able to actually realize things, you know, have that understand more than what I used to, where my vision was clouded. I was really angry. Um, it, it's when you talk about winning, it's, it's the small things, brother. And if winning is the big things, absolutely. You know, whatever you define it as in my case, you know, I want to have those fulfillment, everlasting relationships, be able to make the money. So I get to do what I want to do and be who I am. So I don't have to, you know, um, one of the things I seen the other day where it was talking about, we often change who we are for our audience. So if it's your boss, a coworker, you're obviously not going to be saying the same things, you know? So generally as business owners, that's where you get to be, you're able to be your own person every single step of the way to everyone. And that was something with me, you know, started the podcast was I want to be myself to every single person I meet because people love that. People love the authenticity. They love the way you treat people. So if you can do that, then that allows you to be able to win. So you can do whatever you want, essentially. That is awesome. <laughs> I, you know, thank you. That was that, that was just awesome. I mean, you know, again, you, you know, I, I know you, you're all about you know not only taking care of yourself but taking care of those around you. And uh, yes, sir. With, with the podcast, I just want to ask one more question about the podcast. So the podcast. So uh, the the who are the people that you bring in? What's the? I, I guess let me ask a different question. When you started the podcast, you started out, as you said, you shared earlier about when you, when your daughter was, because you wanted to kind of memorialize all the growth that you, that's going to go on as being a dad and, and you've already grown so much, but what else, have, what are the other takeaways from the podcast that you really have that you found? Good question. Um, so one big thing, I got to be challenged. And, and, and as much as I don't want to say that, I have to. Um, I had a couple people where it was having a conversation and it was just, again, here we go with the, the old school mindset. Um, their problems weren't anything compared to what I'm going to. And my problems aren't anything they're going to. And I say it like that because you can feel the energy. You can feel that we just don't link up. We don't understand each other. So I really had to do some hard thinking because even, you know, I went, um, I started talking with another podcaster and I love their message, love what they're doing. It's just, they, their mission for me is amazing. Uh, but when they went down to the reason why they turned their life around, I was trying to dig deeper and deeper. And I realized I'm trying to dig too deep. It's not that deep. 
you know, he had a, he's seen a life-changing event on the television, changed his life completely. He said, Hey, you know, I'm going to be a different person. So for me, it was trying to dive deeper into, well, what is it? What is it? And when I really looked at it, I was like, Hey, you know, everything's going to be all right. So I'd say, you know, being challenged, being in the room with those people that you may not think a hundred percent with, but you know, you can at least gain one or two things from that person. Um, and, and podcasting as well is there's so many critical elements to it that we don't realize that you really got to put your time and energy towards it. So for me, it was like a little bit here, not really caring about this, having a different vision. I'm going to go this way with the artwork. So eventually we can change it. And it was looking at it and then saying, Hey, um, everything's going to be okay. It's going to work itself out. All we got to do is just get these little elements day by day, step by step, instead of looking at it and saying, I need 30 things to get done. Why don't you say, Hey, I got one thing right now. Okay. I'm done. Well, next thing. All right. Well, let's set five things. And once you're able to do that, one thing that's helped me with that is uh, the reminders, like on the iPhone. So I use that. I send myself 10 reminders a day and then I'm like, all right, you know, I don't swipe it off until I've done it. So I'm like, this keeps bugging me. I need to get this done. And that's where it gives me more initiative to be able to find some time to figure it out. So for me, it's been full, full force, you know, full process with starting the podcast. You're starting to able to see certain things, look at life differently. You definitely have those conversations with people where they're, what's your excuse? And then I freeze. You know what? I don't have an excuse right now. Let me come back to you. And it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, that's exactly it. When you talk to the people who've been there, done that they're going to tell you the same thing. And when you want somebody to, to really give you that sympathy and to understand, clearly they understand, you know, they went through those things. So when you're giving them excuses to them, they're laughing a little bit because they're like, Hey, I was there too one time. So it, it really changes the way we perceive it. And we're like, okay, this is achievable versus before where we had those negative thoughts to say, we're not going to be able to achieve. Yeah, no, that's a, that's the really important part is to allow everybody that opportunity to say that what's achievable. Uh, you know, it's not about you know when when you're working with somebody, and I know you're you're a coach, so you know it's not about that. It's not about you, but you're you're using your story to say, hey, I've been there. That doesn't mean I feel exactly what you felt with. Our experiences are different, but. I've been through that. It's not me just talking at it and going, hey, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll get through it. Yes, you'll get through it. You, you'll get through it because I've gotten through it. And, you know, while we're different, because of you, you work with me, you're then able to then say, we'll get through it together. It, it's not about, you know, it, it's all desire, right? It's individual uh, perspectives and individual ability to find that ability to get to overcome. 100% there, brother. We'll be back in a moment. This is John. And Mark Cronin from John's Crazy Socks. And we're interrupting to say we hope you're enjoying this episode. But please make sure to check out our show, the Spreading Happiness Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes are available every week on all your favorite podcast platforms. Join us on our new podcast as we continue our mission, Spreading Happiness. Thank you, folks. 
You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky. So you use meditation, and you, you definitely seem to have a very focused lifestyle uh, with, with boundaries and everything like that. How do you achieve? How do you... What are some of the goals that you're looking to continue to go? So you definitely said you would like to financially uh, increase. But what are some of the other goals that you might have as well? Good question. Um, so that starts, you know, one, keeping the podcast. I'm going to have that all the way till you know, showing the growth and then being able to be at that point where I can start, you know, coaching full time, consulting full time and being able to show people. Um, but I'd say for me is being able to have my own time as my own free will. So not having to work, you know, uh, a nine to five and, and worrying about it or even, you know, nothing wrong about a nine to five. But it, what I'm learning is it's simple politics everywhere you go. And in my case, you know, it's I'm being hyper analytical. I'm saying, um, well, I don't like this leader because they don't do this. And, and that's one of my flaws from when I was in the military because I didn't have some of the best leaders. So I make sure that I try to be that. But again, that's where it's putting you know, that, that unreasonable expectation on somebody where I say that and I'm judging them saying, I'm going to hold you to this standard when they may not at all come close to our standards, because that's not the way they operate. They operate differently. So it's, it was learning that and then being able to apply it to the podcast. In this case, you know, we'll have the podcast going. Um, I plan to open up my own business, whether it's consulting, coaching, and, and it's kind of generally gravitating that way. So we're going to keep this going. Um, get in the real estate game, you know, I want to have, you know, multiple properties. So when my time's up, I can be able to at least give my kids one or give them, you know, an excess of money and be like, Hey, this is what's here. If you work for it and you achieve it, if not, well, have fun, you know, and I, I want to be able to do that for them. So it's not necessarily that they get that head start in life, but at least like they can already go, Hey, if they want to go to college paid for if they want to do this so they can just focus on what they got to do, you know, eventually they're going to realize it and, and come to it. You know, they didn't have to go through what certain other people did. And I, I talked to one gentleman before and he said, a lot of times in life, we think about what we didn't have and try to give it to our kids versus what we did have. So that's where I'm going to make sure I implement that, you know, and really take the time to where if I have my own businesses, cut back on hours and really just focus in on my family, on me being the best person I can be so I can continue living that standard, showing people, Hey, this is exactly where it's at. And that starts every single day. You know, it's, it's having the conversations like we were doing early in the morning. It's, you know, picking up the, the five to 10 pages sometimes in a book. Um, so for me, you know, when we talk about where we want to be is, yeah, we can definitely get there. It's going to take a little bit of work effort, but it's achievable. Well, it's that consistency. I, I think that's what, you know, uh, we're talking about it. And that's that keeping that, that, that honor to ourselves. I mean, you know, uh, and again, I, you know, uh, the Marines need a few good men. And so you, you know the military. And not everybody's a, a, you know, just because you've got out of Paris Island doesn't mean that you're a, a good man. It means you're a Marine. And I respect that 100%. But as you said, so what type of leader do you see yourself being? Good question. Um, and, and it's evolved over time, you know, and, and it's by failures in learning that I don't, I originally thought I knew how to talk to people and, and I'm over here not knowing, you know, I had three different Marines, totally different. One of them, um, he, he was sensitive and it's not bad that he was sensitive. It's just used one of those people. And the reason why he's that way is he was actually from the Bronx and um, that's the way he, he protected himself is you're always on alert, you know? So if somebody says something, 
hands are going up and you're they're flying. So he wasn't trying to be sensitive all the time. You know, he was he was a really nice guy. He's real genuine. But when you have that mindset and I have that same thing, but I'm more negative, you know, I'm like, what they and I'm getting mad. Um, when you go through that same thing, you're able to realize that. So when I started realizing that he's not just being super protective, it's where he's coming from. And in New York, um, from a lot of the people I was meeting from there, they like to joke a lot, you know, and, and sometimes they do come at you. So you better be ready, you know, to, to be quick and witty and talk with them. So with him, uh, and I know you're probably realizing a little bit, huh, Dave? But um, with him, he was one of those guys, you know, great human being, but it was really learning that from him. And then um, I had a second Marine, you know, was complete different, just showed no emotion. And that's the way he was trained to do. And he would get upset and then just completely shut down. So it was learning how to be able to talk to him because I don't have the opportunity to waste two hours of a work day to be able to get there. And then I had a, another Marine where I thought he was like my little brother. He still is my little brother to this day. Um, and I would treat him as such, but I was like, Hey brother, could you do this? It comes out that I think that I'm teaching him, you know, baby steps and doing all these things. He's over here. You're babying me. And he was offended. And mm. I was like, well, why can't you just tell me that? But in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm being so nice to him. I'm catering to him. I'm maybe too much. And I'm, he said, he, you know what? You're babying me. So it was learning those things. So I'm not perfect as anyone, you know, as a leader, um, I'm that person that I would love for you to be able to come up to me and talk to me regardless of what it is. And then anything we talk about, you know, that's where I'm going to be able to at least say one thing, Hey, this is what has helped me. You know what? And, and one of my great leaders, um, he used to always give advice and I would be like, yeah, you're full of it, you know, not take it now. You know, what is this eight years later, I'm starting to see all the advice he told me. And it's pretty awesome. You know, we no longer talk anymore. Um, but it was awesome, you know, being able to see that come full circle. So I try to apply the same practices for myself where, you know, I'm helping someone, I'm showing them that there's another side. As the leader, you know, you got to expect sometimes that things are going to go through one ear out the other. So I guess that's why we're so patient. So we're able to see exactly, say, hey, you're going to understand eventually whether it's on the good side or bad side. Um, so leadership for me is huge. I just had some in the Marine Corps that great individuals, terrible people. And it was just like, for me, you got to be ethical. And from there, you also got to make sure um, that it's logical, you know, and that you're doing morally the right things. It's making sense. But for me, it doesn't make sense to like make people do stupid things. So that's what the military does. They can get you to, to do stupid things if you get in trouble or just because they can. So for me, um, I made a, a smart comment one day and it was about, we had a, um, we had sand all over the shop and they said, all right, well, the, the job is for you. I need you to sweep the whole shop. And then I need you, or sorry, I need you to wipe down all the desks and then sweep the shop. And then I go, all right. And I start thinking. And again, this is where, you know, free thinking isn't okay in certain situations. And I go, well, why would I want to sweep all the, the dirt in the air? And then, or why would I want to wipe down all the desks and the computers and then sweep the dirt in the air and then do the same thing? But again, this is where, you know, they have the power to be able to do that. And they're just trying to show you that, hey, they're in charge. So you're in this never ending loop, essentially, of sweeping dirt, cleaning laptops, you know, cleaning computers. Um, and it's funny to them because they get you to do it. They know you're going to get a rise from you. That's why they do it even more. 
Um, and for me, you know, I spoke up and said that I'm outside in a in a sandstorm sweeping sweeping sand off our steps going into our building. <laughs> so I had like the goggles on and, and it was one of those funny deals. But for me, you know, it was having those leaders and it was like, why don't we why don't we give more free thinking? You know, and the military is not like that. Certain aspects it is. Um, and for me, it's because, you know, they seen that I was a leader. So they, they put me in these leadership positions. So when I started thinking about things separately, differently than people, other people were getting upset with me. And I'm like, hey, I didn't have that time to be under somebody. It was, hey, you're in charge. You need to figure out what it is. I don't care what it is. It's in black and white. There's either results. You either get shit done or it doesn't get done at all. So for me, it was tough because it was trying to learn those things and um, definitely having these leaders where it was, they're great individuals, but I don't know personally that I would ever, you know, be in the same room again with them um, just because we don't see eye to eye, you know, some of the things that they believed in to me is, is outdated. And it's one of those things, you know, why would we keep on old practices if we didn't need them? So in this case, you know, it's really leadership for me was where I was able to see, you know, what did work in my, in my experience, what didn't work and how I can be able to apply both of those to get to who I want to be. That's awesome. That, that's, a, that's a great story. And, you know, obviously those people uh, who might not have led well, uh, or at least in your version of, of leading well, you know, are, are probably doing it. But, you know, the, the big ta- one of the big takeaways is also having those communications, much like the three Marines that you had worked with, you know, you treated each one differently because of what their needs are. Uh, and, you know, the one that you thought you were treating the best actually felt you were tre- being treated the worst because you were babying him. And, you know, but having that ability to have that conversation, and that's what it always is. It always goes back to communication and recalibrating uh, because when you're able to do that, then you can go, oh, that's not what I intended to say. That's not intended on, on how I, I wanted to say it, but... Um, that's really powerful. And just to let you know, New Yorkers really are power. You know, we're, we're, you know, every, we get a hard, we get a hard, you know, uh, reputation. But it's because we're so passionate about things, and uh, but we're also the easiest. I mean, I, I've over the past you know months, I've had lots of talks, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're a great New Yorker." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Uh, you know, I, most people are gonna love it, but because we're we're very protective, so it depends on how you want to do things. And, and look, we you, if you live around eight million people. You do not want to be waiting around as somebody's looking up at a tall building. You know, get out of my way. Uh, I, I, I get it. Um, so exactly. Yeah, you know, so it, it's, it's a lot of things going back to that perspective, how we all look at it and we, we come from different backgrounds and, and learnings. So you've had to probably learn, unlearn a lot of things. What's the most powerful thing you had to unlearn? Good question. Um, I would say watching somebody do everything that you're, excuse me, watching somebody do everything that you try not to do. And, and I know it sounds, you know, cliche there, but for me, you know, I was watching my dad um, take all these steps, you know, great person. And I talk about wasted potential because I feel like, you know, all the intangibles to be a millionaire, to be this great person that could lead, you know, um, be active in his community, but just chooses to sometimes do it, you know, and do dumb things. And for me, it's like watching the abuse. Um, it really took a toll, you know, and it was unplugging from all that and me being angry because that's 
how I grew up, you know, in my environment, my whole life, we're talking from four years old to 20, we'll, we'll say 22. Um, I was just angry as a person, you know, when it came up to my dad, because of certain ways that I grew up, the way we perceive things, the inability to talk. Um, so it just really made me bitter, you know, when it came towards him. And it was funny is I thought I had all aspects of my life checked out. And then when it came to my dad, I'm like, nope, that's just not what we talk about. And the reason why is, is because I hold him to a standard. And like me and you were talking about, you know, you got to meet them where they are, not where you want them to be. And for me, it was, I see you doing all these stupid things. Why don't you just relax? Why don't you just take some time, you know, in, and think about your actions before you pick up the bottle. But certain people don't think that way, you know? So it was really seeing all these things going on, you know, the party house, um, my dad bringing in girls every single week, new ones. And, and at first, you know, he conditioned me to think that that stuff was cool. And then when I start repeating it and I'm like, this shit's whack. Like I'm over here wasting all this time, energy, money. No one cares about me. No one, like when have I had a genuine conversation you know, and it's not, it's, it's straight down to the business, straight down to drinking, whatever it is, you know? So it was really watching all those things, repeating a little bit, realizing that a lot of our characteristics are similar, but us as people are differently because of our mission statement of cause uh, what we want in life. So for me, it was unplugging from that. Um, I looked at when I was, a, when I was younger, we're talking about like six years old to about 18 years old. Um, I would look in the mirror and hate myself because I look exactly like my dad. And I'd be like, why did God choose me to look like him? He's trash. I don't want to be trash. And it was one of those things like I used to get so angry on. And then when I realized that I'm like, yeah, we can be the same thing. And part of that too, what, what would get me upset was all his friends would always call me little Bryce and I would get upset. And I'm like, I have a name. And it was always that way because my family labeled me. My dad's crazy. Um, he just does crazy shit. And he's that one that they give him get out of jail free cards. And when I was younger, he was like, Hey, that kid's looking at you. You better go fuck him up. Or I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, that kid's doing this. So it was real, just acting reactive and fighting and being tough, um, being a guy, as I thought, you know, so all my family labeled me as crazy. And they're like, yeah, that's the crazy one. He's always saying something, he'll do something. So I, I, I believe that. And, and I let them control who I was. Um, and they were like, Oh, well, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Huh? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I started thinking that, yeah, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. What's up? You know? And I'm like, why am I being so angry? Well, it's because I'm letting people control me by saying things that way. I'm accepting my identity of who I'm not. And it, it took a lot, you know, I got up into that part of that. I learned in the, the Marine Corps was the East coast guys. They're moving. Like you said, New York, you know, somebody's standing in your way. You got to move. I went to the, went to the schoolhouse and it was just straight hood. And everybody was just New York guys just running things. Hey, we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, brother, what's up? You know, we start building those relationships. But it was funny was they were already thinking, you know, doing their own thing. And it was us clashing. And then they're like, oh, you're a West Coast guy. We don't like you guys anyway. And it was just always saying something, you know, being funny. But in my case, you know, it was like really I left home to get away from that stuff. I'm going back into it and I'm starting to act the same. And mm -hmm. I'm starting to say, oh, you talking? Well, let, let's see them hands. And it's like, why do I got to put physically inflict force on somebody else if it's not life or death situation or in a trained environment? And these guys, we're over here fighting each other. We're going to get kicked out of the military if we get caught, you know, and if it's continuous because it wasn't like 
every you know other day. It was every single day saying something, going into somebody's room, door flies open, foot flies open, somebody's kicked in the chest. Like we were just going at it because it was fun. We thought it was, but it was looking at yourself and being like, hey, is this who I want? You know, it was a great time. I definitely do that again because it was a great learning point. Um, but it was, you know, ultimately learning that, hey, this is an acceptable behavior. You know, you may think that you wanted to get away from home. Now you're acting the same. How are we going to unplug and do that? So it just started, you know, with hearing the things I didn't want to hear. You know, eventually my wife told me what I was doing, um, slowly started realizing it, but it was for myself. You know, when I stopped drinking, no one really gave a shit. No one really talked to me anymore. And it was, hey, that's okay. You know what I mean? That's what they want to do. I'm not going to do that anymore. So it was kind of unplugging and you start realizing all these little tidbits slowly or slowly certain things trigger. And you're like, hey, I really don't agree with that. You know, I was kind of talking to my mom the other day, yesterday, or excuse me, like Monday. And she was talking about how, you know, if someone's saying something negative, being negative, F them. And I was like, yeah, you know, I agreed. And, and I thought to myself when I was like, at one point in time, I used to say that about everyone, F this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put them on the list. I don't like them either. And I'm like, honestly, I don't feel that way anymore. I just can't like, yeah, it's fun to say it. But for me, it's like, why would I want to give them any power over me to say that? You know, if we're not linking eye to eye right now, cool. I'll talk to you in the future. If not, if we don't ever talk again, you know, I apologize. I still love you, but we're not linking up on that same page. So for me to be able to give somebody, you know, that 30 seconds to be able to control my mind, I'm not going to do it anymore. So I just say, all right, you know, like, like we're saying, somebody's calling your name, just accept it. They're going to yeah, stop what they're doing. It doesn't mean it's true. You're going to do it. Exactly. Yeah, right. You so. know, you could call me whatever you want. And, you know, uh, you know, look, uh, I, I had an instance like that recently uh, where, where, where somebody and I was having disagreements and I'm like, dude, I, it's okay. I'm okay with walking away and no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, and eventually the guy kept on pushing and I, and I was like, dude, F you. Like the way he was saying it. And then I, you know, I apologize for, for saying that. Uh, but, you know, he's like, oh man, but you're always supposed to be talking about positivity. I'm like, no, no, it's peace, love and bring a bat. I'm like, if you really keep pushing me, I'm just going to tell you now the, uh, that's it. And, and again, not using the right language, but you know, at some point we do make mistakes on our language and uh, that's something we have to walk past and, and, and learn from uh you know because we we, we do is you know re again bring us back to where we want refocus uh things like that so i know we've used a lot of your time and i don't want to steal any more it's early in the morning and be- enjoy the quiet while the baby's sleeping um is yes, there sir. any final uh, seeds of, of knowledge you'd like to share with us uh before we leave today all right so i'll tell you seeds of knowledge um, me and you were doing this, Dave, you know, join a group. Uh, there's so many groups out there for whatever you're interested in, you know, and if you generally have a passion, you know, maybe it's cooking, there's Facebook groups, there's LinkedIn groups, there's, you know, Mighty Networks groups. Um, and the reason why I say that is it's empowering to be around people who are doing what you want to do. So in our case, being in a podcaster community, being able to talk, being able to, to learn from each other, give interviews, me and you already built uh, a, a great relationship. And this is our second conversation. And I'm like, you know what? I was happy to wake up. I love Dave. It's going to be amazing. Last time we went deep and personal, I didn't think we were going to touch that. I thought we were going to go surface level. So it's having that respect, you know, and when you find those people, 
it, it's like we said, you know, it's it's the before it's who you surround yourself with. If you look at those five people and you say, hey, what are they doing? Do they align with us? Well, if you find a group, you're going to find some more like minded individuals to maybe that's going to empower where you want to go. So what certain people would do is, is try to look at in their inner circle of five people and then, you know, two of them shut it down, whatever, you know, they're discouraged maybe the, the five people don't see it. Well, if you expand past that, you get to go into a network where you're talking to people who've been there, done that, or maybe just have experience, just listen, you know, see what they have to say. Um, you're going to apply a lot of the stuff in your life. You know, you may not think it's real right now. You may not understand their teachings, but it will come back to you. You will understand in the future. Oh, that's what they're talking about. You know, <laughs> yeah. one of those things where it, it comes full circle. So just take that chance in investing in yourself. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything that you, you've given us. I mean, I know we could have spoken so much longer, but I want to be respectful of your time. And for everybody else, Sarah, I appreciate it. You know, just want to wish you peace and love as always. But if you have to bring a bat, make sure those boundaries. I mean, Alunas had talked to us today about, you know, creating those schedules and being respectful of yourself. So that's a bring a bat moment. And so when you bring the bat, I hope you hit your sweet spot and hit it out of the park. Have a great day, everybody. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidshemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just a chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.